internet, welcome to Game Theory. Oh, the way you said the hello internet was so close. Hello internet, welcome to Game, Game Theory. Can I intro it like that? No. <laughs> okay, no. Hello and welcome to The Nerdiest Podcast, where nerds talk about nerdy things. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Jackson Glasson. As always, I'm here with my ride or die, Mr. Nick Barrett. Now, here we are on episode 102, where we will be talking about our five-star movies on Letterboxd and fixing them and changing them. But before we do that, I want to hear about Nick's week. So, Mr. Nick Barrett, how was your week, sir? Um, It was... It was definitely a week. It's been filled with a lot of turmoil, and it was definitely one of those challenge weeks. And oh. let me let me explain to you what I mean. So, like, I've been doing my nightly Bible reading. I've been doing my prayers. I'm out here. Mm-hmm. I'm single, waiting for that, you know, that perfect <laughs> Proverbs 31 woman, and I'm out here like, God, listen, I want you to help shape me into, like, the ideal man. Cause I'm not there yet, so like I need to get there. So he took that literally this week, because I'm at work Monday morning, and I'm or not Monday. It was like Monday afternoon, and I'm like getting ready to move into my new office and stuff. And all of a sudden, I look down. There's this giant spider in my office, mm-hmm. like it was huge. And I was like, "Oh, that's not good." So Time I talked to, to one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the bug spray and we're like spraying it. It wasn't dying. And then eventually it stopped moving. And then like it was pregnant and all these little baby spiders came out. Oh. So we were like trying to kill all those. It was disgusting. If you have arachnophobia, I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm, oh. I'm avoiding as many details as possible. Yeah. It was gross. It was scary. It was terrifying. Okay. <sighs> the next day I go back to work and we're in the studio and one of my other coworkers is like, hey, guys, come here. So we, we like walk down the hallway, and he's like, look at this spider. You see this? This is a brown recluse. We don't want to see these. These are poisonous. And then he killed it. And I was like, oh, okay. So then yesterday, I'm getting ready to leave for work at home. I'm eating my yogurt, and I look down, and I see this little black thing out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, huh, what is that? I look over. Oh, that's another spider. But I've already experienced two spider killings this week. So, like, third time's the charm. Pulled out the bug spray, sprayed it, stepped on it, killed it, done. So there's definitely been some character <laughs> development there. Um, aside from killing spiders, though, yeah, <laughs> it's been a pretty okay week. Um, I haven't gotten as much time to watch or play video games as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And because I've been doing a lot of writing, I'm finally getting back to that movie I talked about months ago. Mm-hmm. that I was writing and I'm like actually making progress on it because I do want to have a rough draft of that script done by the end of the year. That's my goal. And I was getting back into doing that and just between going to small group on Monday nights and going like to young adults church on Tuesdays and counseling on Thursdays, like all this stuff, my week was really starting to fill up mm-hmm. and I was going to do writing Wednesday night and last night, which is Friday night. 
but I didn't. I just ended up like relaxing and watching anime, mm-hmm. which was really nice to just take some time to not do anything and just relax. Amen, brother. And having that time to just be like, I'm just going to chill. Just going to watch some anime. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to bed. It's going to be great. Um, so that was nice. Now, before I throw it over to Jackson, I'm going to talk Uh-oh. about a little bit of what I've been watching. And I bought some stuff today, oh. which is new. We've never we've never you really share. talked, done like a haul type thing. Um, what I've been watching, I rewatched season one of Star vs. the Forces of Evil. And it was very sad because you watch the first season and it starts off so good with so much potential, so much right. light in the eyes. And then you slowly watch it get worse. I also caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen because season two just started. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Pretty peak so far. I also watched Jujutsu Kaisen Zero because that's the episode <laughs> that you were supposed to be listening to today. Right. But then, as I'm sure Jackson will talk about, he got mm-hmm. very busy and yes. did not have time to watch it. So that yeah. episode has been indefinitely postponed. Will it be the next one? Will it be next year? I don't know. Who's to say? So you enjoyed It'll come the out movie. eventually, though. <laughs> you just kind of watched but it for fun. <laughs> I, I rewatched it, and honestly, I think the movie is a much better starting point than the actual series. They do a lot better job of explaining the power system and like the, the sorcery and stuff. So that was the only movie I've watched, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, I just caught up on some of like the seasonal anime, like Zom 100, Horimiya, um, catching up on that stuff because I was behind. Woo. Um, other than that, I will not go over. Actually, actually, you know what? I want to make you guys wait. I'm oh, gonna let Jackson gosh, tell me about no. his week. What I he's have been watching. to know. I have and to then know. We'll, and then we'll talk about Dang. what I bought. Just don't let me okay. forget because I don't want to. I won't let you a, forget. I don't, I don't want to leave him on a cliffhanger. I'm on the edge of my seat right now to know what you bought. All right. So my week was pretty good. It was just one of those stupid busy weeks. Uh, school's kind of back in full swing. And so it was like, oh, yeah, we have, uh, like, this brand proposal to have it ready by Thursday. I'm taking a lot of great classes right now, and I'm learning good stuff. It's great stuff. It's just a lot. And so it's like brand proposal by Thursday, but also for that same class, have 15 discussion questions ready. Um, Also for another class, do, like, this one-page thing and have that ready. But also have be ready for this test on Thursday and this, that. And it's just like, oh, okay, Um, this is kind of a lot because I also have a job and a podcast. And so, anywho, so I didn't end up getting to watch the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, which was the original plan. That's the episode we were going to do. But Nick came up with this great idea, and I'm very happy to be here. What I've been watching, I... I've been watching. I've not been watching a lot of TV. I kind of wanted like a TV show to get into, and so I watched. I started watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, which is an adult show. Um, I talked about it a little bit, and I got through the first season, and I'm just kind of like not really thrilled anymore. Um, it's it's Ooh. a sense of humor that is really funny, and I like the. I li- really love the humor in It's Always Sunny. But it's almost like so deprived that I can't watch consistently. Like there right. were some like I would have to split up my viewings. Like I would watch three episodes in a row and then just feel like trash. Because I was like 
the entire point of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is they're horrible people that do horrible things and then they sometimes face consequences, sometimes not. It's kind of like if Seinfeld wasn't supposed to be funny. And so that's kind of my pitch where if you're into that, cool. I think it's really funny. It's just too, it's a little much. And there's also like 16 seasons. And so I'm just like not super encouraged to keep going. So a couple shows I might start soon. I might start How I Met Your Mother. I might, I've never seen that. I kind of want to rewatch Parks and Rec because it's been a long time. Um, I thought about, everyone tells me to get into Psych, which I'm sure would, I would like, but I just haven't found the time. So you know what you could watch? What? You could finally finish Gravity Falls. Oh, that's so true. That's actually a good idea. As the seasons change, let me tell you, my TV watching goes up when it gets to like cozy fall season because that's all I want to do. It's been so long since you started it. You've (laughs) never finished it. I almost feel like I need to start over. Or at least I'm about to rewatch it because our Disney Plus expires. In yeah. November, we're not renewing it. So I'm going through like rewatching Star. I'm about to rewatch mm-hmm. uh, the Clone Wars. I watched Rebels. I'm not- listen. Yeah, I know Ahsoka is airing right now, and I was gonna watch it mm-hmm. just like just so I could have an opinion. Yeah, and because I really love Ahsoka, she's my favorite Star Wars character. And then I saw a clip on Twitter this week from mm-hmm. Episode Three. Where she's outside of a ship with a spacesuit on, cutting down TIE fighters with lightsabers. Does that sound cool? It does. Yeah. Until it's in live action, and then it looks really bad. Yeah. And I just looked at it, and I was like, look how they've massacred my girl. <laughs> like, she's I... fallen so far. Disney, you've ru- you took a perfectly good thing and then ruined it and made it worse, which seems to be... The catch twenty two of being owned by Disney, right? You they can't let you rest. You have to just. They will run IPs into the ground. Is they what will defile doing. your grave if um, it means they can make more money. It's what's that a SpongeBob meme where he's like, "Man, am I really gonna dig up this grave for money?" Yes, of course I am. <laughs> and then he just starts digging. So yeah, I don't know. You haven't seen it yet. I don't think I can. I don't know if that's a valid opinion until you watch the actual show. I'll probably end up watching it. Yeah. It's just it man, I understand. I can't. I can't. I I can't. Loki's about to start next month, so that's really I'm cool. excited for Loki. I'm going that's for that. That's going to be good, hopefully. Um please. <laughs> please, Lord have mercy. So, yeah, I did that. I watched Inside Out just cuz I needed a movie to fall asleep to. I didn't end up falling asleep. I stayed awake the whole time and uh cried. So, that's cool. Um, it's a good movie. And then I, I also, for the first time I watched the movie Blazing Saddles, which is an old, um, Mel Brooks movie, which Mel Brooks movies are good. They're just a sense of humor that doesn't always hit with me because I feel like a Mel Brooks movie, it's either like, ha ha ha, this is amazing. I'm laughing so hard, like crying. And then it's another like 10 minutes of like, yeah, all right. And then it's another 10, like it just goes back and forth. You're like, it's either like really, really good or like, okay, cool. I'm entertained, but like, so I don't know. Uh, I watched that. I also watched, this is a really cool experience. I watched The Empire Strikes Back on Laserdisc. Oh, 
Yeah, you sent me a video of that. That looked yeah. really cool. It was amazing. So we we all got together as a big group and we had this laser disc player from the university and it was broken and like the the tray wouldn't come out. So we got a screwdriver and we popped off the top and we're like, "All right, let's let's take a look under the hood." So we like unscrewed a couple things, took it out and essentially eventually got it out and put it in and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was like you could see the scan lines like going up the whole time and like the audio was kind of trash and I loved it. And so it was just kind of eventually here's what's interesting is laser disc you have to flip it over like a vinyl record. Halfway through the movie it just cuts. It stops. And you have to go and flip it to the other side to keep watching. Oh. And then it just picks up right where it left off. And it's so interesting. And that's uh, weird. Laserdiscs um, predated VHS. So they were before VHS and they were like one of the first forms of like take home media. Um, but then they upgraded to VHS, which ironically could hold less footage than a laser disc, but it was way more compact and could go in a v- VHS player. So that's a little history lesson for you. A that's VCR? Kind of- Sir? A VCR. My bad. I you claim tried. to be a fan of physical media, but you don't know Listen. how well, it's called a VCR. Sorry, I was gonna say VCR, but I was like, that can't be right. Like, I don't want to sound like an idiot. Video. And then I cassette. ended up sounding like an idiot. Video cassette Something. recorder. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, you should. I need Google to know. It. So, you know what's really was... weird is what? you and I are old enough to remember using VHS, right? You right. But my sister. Yeah who's younger than me is not yeah like she doesn't know i mean she knows what a vhs is but she never had to use one yep she's barely familiar with the concept of a library doesn't know blockbuster at all <laughs> and it's like we're not that far apart in age right no, so it's there was really like, weird that there was like, like a really quick shift it was instantaneous from vhs to dvd, DVD. netflix streaming and now we're here mm-hmm which, okay, I'm I'm gonna find out what VCR means, and then um, we need to talk about how we saved um, we saved we Dis- saved Disney DVDs. Um, I'm also gonna while you're looking that up, I'm gonna say that fixing that laser disc player, putting the laser disc in, closing it, watching it start to spin, and then having it come on the TV was one of the most satisfying moments of my life. And I just want to say, if I had plugged my computer in or turned on a smart TV and searched Empire Strikes Back on Disney Plus and watched this restored 4K version with a ton of CG, I would not have felt that. I had a satisfaction of physically going and fixing the player so that this giant disc could go in the tray. Was it horribly inconvenient? In theory, but we had such a good time like fixing it and looking at how it worked and all this stuff. So don't don't disc discard physical media because it's it's satisfying and it is fulfilling. That's what I will say. Right. There you Which go. I'm gonna come back to that. VCR stands for video cassette recorder. That's what so I we said. Were Let's correct. go. <laughs> Um, I honestly forgot VHS is a technically a video cassette. That, huh? Yeah, 
All right. So we saved Disney DVDs. Yeah. So essentially, we saved Disney DVDs. You're welcome, uh, America. <laughs> do you want to explain since it was your video? Yeah. So I did a video saved on Disney the, DVDs on the YouTube channel, and it was about essentially just like, hey, Disney isn't going to be releasing DVDs in Australia and New Zealand places like that. They were like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy three will be the last Blu-ray DVD we're making because like people aren't buying them essentially for money reasons they were gonna stop doing physical media and i did a video on the youtube channel about it you can go watch it if you want and i kind of brought up the point i was like what about streaming originals like where if disney plus tanks in two years where do all the originals go and do they go to a third party do they get bought out by the highest bidder like are they just gone forever so but this week Disney announced they're doing steelbook collections of their original series. So The Mandalorian Season 1 and 2, uh, WandaVision, Loki, is that it? And that's it. It was just WandaVision those three yeah. for now. So the WandaVision, Loki, and the first two seasons of The Mandalorian are all getting steelbooks uh, literally seven days later. So, Seven days later. Literally. To the day. I'm just saying. Like I'm not the saying. next week. Like the following Monday. They announced yep. it. Of exactly seven days later. Did we have anything to do with it? Probably yeah. not. This is probably something they've probably been planning not. for months. But I like to believe, like, coincidence? I think not. I think not. Which, I mean, I do have a follow-up video going out that mm, will be out soon. At some point, yeah. It just got a little lost in editing. And it's That's not, okay. The way I worked it is it's not super time-sensitive. The topic is, like, mm -hmm. the conversation. It's going to stay relevant. Is, kind of the conversation I think we are about to have anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But still go watch the video. Mm -hmm. Is This is a good thing. This is a win mm -hmm. for everyone. It's a win for this Disney because they get more money. It's a win for us because we now have a way to physically, legally obtain these series outside Keyword of legally. Disney+. Plus. Keyword is yeah. legally, by the way. Piracy is illegal. I don't care how you want to justify it. Of Listen. like, well, I want to stick it to the man. I don't want to pay Disney. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, it's still illegal. Yeah. Like, like I, that is what I'll say, is on that video, there was a lot of comments from what? a lot of people <laughs> that I'm going to be screenshotting and sending to the government. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, um, why don't you just pirate it? And I'm like, uh, cause that's piracy is not a victimless crime. Have you yeah, not uh, seen you never the DVD intros? Would God. you steal a car? <laughs> so well, that's I don't what know I'm if saying. they really wanted to stick it to Ford. They might. <laughs> <laughs> I it love depends. this old. How did, do you remember that old like anti-piracy thing at the beginning of the DVDs where they're like at the CD store and they're yeah. like talking to the the kids are like uh, he's not gonna do it. He's like oh. You're only cool if you do it. He's, he literally says, he's like, you're not going to be in our group if you don't do it. And then he like puts the CD back and they're like, good job, buddy. And it's like, piracy is not a victimless crime. <laughs> Dude. The, Dude. I, I really don't like the piracy argument because it comes from like the most I've seen it is in the anime sphere where people mm. are like, well, Crunchyroll doesn't have every anime that I want to watch. So I'm going to pirate. Or, like, I know someone who's like, yeah, Crunchyroll doesn't have every anime I watch, plus I can't really afford it, um, so I'm just going to pirate, because it's free. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, 
I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you skipped one meal out a month, you'd have your $10 for Crunchyroll. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. Now, if you right. get into, like, some of the, like, Disney Plus, Max, whatever, where right. they're, like, close to 20 bucks a month, okay, that's different. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, High Dive is $50 for a year. So, like, just, like, set aside, like, 5 bucks out of every paycheck or 10 bucks right. out of every paycheck, and then, bam, you got anime for a year. So, like, right. it's... If you legitimately it's, cannot afford it, then, like, yeah, that's super hard. I'm so sorry. But all of the people that are making this argument are the people that just don't want to. It's not that they can't. They just don't want to. It's a choice. So It's an illegal choice. Ooh. I do want to get I do want to get your comment on these Blu-rays. They're $55 a pop. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's a fair price or do you think that's overcharging? Is that not a pretty standard price for a steelbook though? It's a pretty standard price for TV shows. So yeah. like I have season 1 of a uh, Demon Slayer mm-hmm. is $35 and that's just for the Blu-ray. Now I think the one thing that people are kind of overlooking is there's not a lot of actual content on those DVDs. Yeah. Like for $110 for both of the Mandalorian ones, you're only getting 16 episodes. So it's not a lot of actual content, but if you look at $55 you consider the average is usually 35 for I mean Demon Slayer was half a season but that's mm-hmm. pretty comparable to the 8 episodes that are on there and then you factor in steelbooks are usually more expensive and the Disney tax I think you get pretty close to $55 I I would have had more of an issue if they were closer to like 60 70 mm-hmm. and they were trying to justify that Yeah, but I think it's okay because the like... steelbook art looks really good, and they have these little like collectible cards in them too. So it's... yeah, between between the really cool cover art, because like let's be real, DVD cover art is on a decline. Disney's doing this really crappy cover art where they're like, "Oh, the Little Mermaid," but it's just like a solid gray background with the text and then flounder on the thing. And I'm like, I oh, don't yeah, want an that. Ariel dot PNG on right, the front. Right, that's crap. I don't want that garbage, and so. Really good steelbook art. That's awesome. The fact that it's a steelbook is just like, because they know it's for the collectors. They know that, like, your mom isn't going to go buy this on Amazon. Like, this is for people like us who want to physically own it. Right. And so steelbook was a great idea um, because people that want to physically own it want the blue. They want the steelbook. They want the the Blu-ray, the highest quality type. That was a really smart move. Between, I mean, it's Blu-ray, it's a steelbook, it's really good art, it's cards, it's... I mean, honestly, I mean, if you do 16 episodes, uh, average of like 40 minutes an episode, that's like 10 hours of content, which in theory isn't doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm also like... It's more about the content itself than the length of the content. Because no one is going to say, well, if it was $50 for 25 hours of The Mandalorian content, I would do it. But it's like, no, it's The Mandalorian, and I want to watch The Mandalorian, so I'm going to pay for it. Right. And so I 
I was shocked at the price at first because I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of feels like a lot. But I've kind of made my peace with it. It's kind of I feel like beggars can't be choosers. And it's like, I'm just glad that it's physical. That's pretty much my only comment. I saw the price and I was shocked because it was a lot less than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be closer to that 70 and I yeah. was like, oh, don't do this to me. Here we go. Also, guys, don't complain too much. I'm, I have all four of them on my Amazon list right now because I am going to get them all. Yeah. Whether or not I get them all the day they come out. Mm-hmm. I I'm going to get yet. the WandaVision one. I know you're going to get the WandaVision one. Oh, it's yeah. like your show. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get them all for two reasons. One being these are all my favorite Disney Plus shows. Like of mm-hmm. the originals that were released, these three are easily my favorite. And I don't think I've I don't think I've really enjoyed any of the other ones as much. Right. But also reason number 2 is I want to support the physical media. Like we can sit here on this podcast and like preach and preach and preach. You should buy physical media. You should buy movies, books, games, all physical because you got to do the preservation and then not do it ourselves. Like that's very hypocritical. Right. So I want to do like the practice what you preach. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to support them so they do well. So Disney sees that it's okay to take your original shows and put them on a steelbook. Even if it's like a limited run. And they for a year they do it and then they just stop doing it. Even right. if it's you for that limited run, producing them, there's still a physical. Like I can't walk into Target or Best Buy right now and buy Stranger Things, but I know they put it on DVD. Yeah. So the fact that it's out there floating around really helps with preservation, and I hope it does well, so that it shows Disney that they can do more. Because I really come on Disney, mm-hmm. I really want that Clone Wars season seven steelbook because <laughs> otherwise it will be trapped on Disney Plus forever. But I also hope that it shows other streaming sites that it's okay to do the same thing. Right. Because I'd love to see a steelbook of Inside bundled with the outtakes. Or Mm -hmm. Only Murders in the Building would be a great one. Or My Adventures with Superman from Max. Like, there's all these great shows that you can... Like, it's okay if they're original for a while. Like what? Right. The Mandalorian, like all of these have been exclusive on Disney Plus years for ago. Years? Years. So it's okay to now do a physical release. Right. So please yeah. go buy them so we can get more. If your favorite show is Book of Boba Fett, you better go buy The Mandalorian, otherwise it's not happening. And if your also, favorite show is Book of Boba Fett, I'm not going to judge. You know, <laughs> I'm not here I'm to not going to judge. Gonna judge. I'm not saying I'm going to judge you, but um, they will, and they should. So I'm also pretty sure they either announced or talked about there being one for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which means yeah. they have more planned. I just think they're waiting to see how these first four go. Yeah, I, I feel like they really chose the right shows to start out with. Um, Mandalorian season one or two are phenomenal. Uh, Loki and WandaVision, phenomenal. These are like the OG Disney Plus shows when we were like, Disney Plus will never die. This is incredible. And now we're kind of oh, like... Oh, how naive we were. <laughs> and now we're like, Secret, I kid you not. Have you seen the the Rotten Tomato scores for Secret Invasion? Yeah. They're awful. The last, the last episode of Secret Invasion has, I think, a seven out of 100 on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. It's rough. 
Isn't that tragic? Marvel is done. That is brutal. Bro. It's um, over. <laughs> on the in a similar vein, I haven't gone and seen it, but a lot of people are going to see Blue Beetle and saying that it's really good. I I'll be honest. I've been on a subscription purge recently. We're yeah. canceling Disney Plus in November. I my HBO Max just canceled yesterday. <sighs> and I canceled my Regal Unlimited because there's not a ton of movies coming out mm-hmm. that I want to go see. There's a couple, like there's The Creator, which looks really good. It's by, the, really it's good. by Gareth Edwards, who directed Rogue One, and it looks like Fox, which is owned by Disney, so like Disney just gave him money to yeah. go make <laughs> another Rogue One, um, which, which is fine, because I loved oh, Rogue okay. One. It was great. I feel like we need more non-franchise sci-fi movies. Yeah, like, we need let's, more. Let's get out there. Why not? More non-Star um, Wars or Star Trek. Yeah. Sci-fi, yeah. yeah. There's that, and then the only other one I can think of is FNAF, which Five we're planning on seeing that together anyway, and I wasn't going to be able to use Regal Unlimited for that, Let's so see. there's no point in paying the 25 bucks a month. I cannot tell you how excited I am for that movie. Dude. I. It's going to be great. I feel like I'm more excited because we get to watch it together. This is the first like, movie we're gonna ever going to get to see together We've in the never theater. seen a movie in the theater together, which wild. is so wild. Like, that's crazy. Um, Man. Anyway, that's exciting. But I, I've heard a lot of people say that, like, Blue Beetle is essentially... DC Ant-Man, which oh yeah, I, I saw that struggle, video specifically. I struggle with that, uh, just because there's no Ant-Man without Paul Rudd in my brain, and so I can't picture that. Like there is like Ant-Man is Paul Rudd in my mind, and I don't know of another actor that could capture the energy, and so when they compare it like that, it rubs me the wrong way. But all the critic scores and the audience scores are very good. And I've talked to people that have seen it and they're like, I was pretty surprised. And a lot of what I've seen looks pretty good. And I know that they built him a real suit and said that they only used CG when necessary and when needed. And I was like, oh. That's how they did the first couple Iron Man Kind of brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, that's kind of brilliant. It's also an origin story. And so it's not like trying to like build this ginormous cinematic universe that's like going to come to fruition in 22 years and we're gonna have to like watch three other things to so i don't know i don't know if this is a hot take can we like are we done with cinematic universes like can we be done can we stop that as a trend of like everything needs to be connected like i know dc is going through there like oh we're gonna reboot everything yeah um because the last dceu didn't go very well and now star wars is trying to do the whole connected universe thing which i'd argue it it's always been that way but mm-hmm. now that it's disney controlled they're forcing it they're a lot very more intentional about yeah they, like they have that dave filoni mandoverse where it's mm-hmm. like book of boba fett the mandalorian ahsoka like all this stuff kind of coming together, everything in between episode yeah. six and episode seven. And I'm like, okay, first of all, this is the conversation for a whole different episode. Yeah. Maybe we could talk about, I don't know what comes before episode one or maybe 
I don't know what comes between episode three and four, or maybe I don't know. I don't what know comes <laughs> after episode nine. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we don't need to fill in every gap. Every maybe we gap. should just leave some of it open. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I did hear they said that Dave Filoni is confirmed to be doing a Star Wars movie. He is doing a movie. And they say, and I'm not mad about this. They say instead of doing another season of Mandalorian and everything, he said that Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka will all wrap up with one movie. That will Here's the problem. You know what's included in the Mandoverse now? Star Wars what? Rebels, which by extension includes Star Wars The Clone Wars, which by extension includes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So now everything is kind of just the Mandoverse. Yeah. Which, if you look at by like by extension of who's right. in this thing... Now, because like Ahsoka connects back to Rebels, which connects back right. to the Clone Wars, which connects to the th- the first three movies, right. which also connected the the next three movies, and so like saying the Mandoverse isn't even fair. It's just Star Wars. It's just Star like, Wars. Like it's all connected. Duh. That was. But the, the point. problem is, and the problem I see them running into is they try to do this thing, and what made the Mandalorian season one so good is it had mm-hmm. nothing to do with Jedi had nothing to do with the Force, had nothing to do with the Skywalkers. It was completely different and separate. It was just unbiased And then season media. two comes around, <laughs> and now we got Ahsoka. <sighs> we got Luke Skywalker. Book of Boba Fett. We got Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker again. Season three, we got Luke Skywalker in there somewhere. Like, they took the cool novelty of the Mandalorian being its own separate thing Disconnect because for a galaxy and a universe that is supposed to be so big, we've really only focused on one family and their close friends. Yep, and that's it. Yeah, so it's like there's so much out there. Like Andor, yeah. Andor and Rogue One is a great example. They have nothing to do with the overarching Skywalker saga plot. Yes, it takes place during the rise of the Empire. Yes, it takes place with the Death Star, which we mm-hmm. we know how that plays out in Episode Four, but it has nothing to do with anything and it's great because it's disconnected it's one of the reasons i like solo it's because it's another one of those disconnected projects that still fits in the grander narrative but you don't feel like you're missing anything if you don't see it yeah i feel like andor is revered as probably would you say andor is revered as the best star wars show on disney plus or okay i'm not including the clone wars clone wars doesn't count because it's only the last season was Disney Plus. So if you right. so your two options are The Mandalorian and Andor. Personally, I think because of season 3 of The Mandalorian doing so poorly, I think generally in the public Andor is seen as the best Disney Plus Star Wars show. See, that's so hard though because The Mandalorian has had more time to do mm-hmm. more. Because yeah. if this were Mando season 1 versus Andor season 1, I think it would be a lot more difficult of a conversation. It would be really hard. But because we've had this kind of slow decline with The Mandalorian over the last two seasons, it's a lot easier to say, oh, well, I'd pick Andor because it hasn't had that time to fall right. off yet. Not saying it right. will. I haven't yeah. finished the first season. I think I've seen like the first three episodes. I'm going to finish yeah. it before our Disney Plus expires because I, I meant to finish it last year and I never got around to it. And I've heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, dude, I'm dying for this really good Star Wars content. <laughs> I need it injected watching, in my veins. Watching Empire Strikes Back this week made me realize I was like, oh yeah, Star Wars is a thing. 
Like, do you ever Star have Wars that, used to be good. <laughs> do you have that realization? You're like, Star Wars is not only Star Wars a thing, but there is good Star Wars that I can go watch and have access to. Like, I keep forgetting that. And I need to go watch season two of Visions. And here's the thing. I need a new show to start. Who's to say I don't just jump on the Clone Wars? Because I've never Dude, seen it. please. Who's to please. say I don't? No, here's the thing. You watch the Clone Wars. I'll start rewatching the Clone Wars. Stop. We can watch it together. Because uh, I'm going to rewatch it anyway. I'm telling you, you got to get through the first listen. two seasons. It's rough. But seasons yeah. three, four, five, six, and seven. Actually, let me correct that. Three, four, five, and seven are chef's kiss. Yeah. Top tier peak fiction. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. It's I so, also I promise. I'm going since I'm going to Disney next year, I feel like I need like the full context. Like I feel like I would appreciate Galaxy's Edge more. Um, I would disagree. Mm. Galaxy's Edge is a lot more rooted in the sequel trilogy than anything right. else. Um so I, d- I don't feel like the Clone Wars adds or takes away anything from Galaxy's Edge. But I would also argue just that it's, like... It's just... a prequel, so prequel trilogy show. Which I would argue that even just being in Star Wars mind, just being in, in Star Wars content makes me appreciate Galaxy's Edge more. Like Speaking if I'm just in Disney, Star Wars mind. Are you okay. going to build a lightsaber while you're there? How much is it exactly? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this question. Are you flying or driving? Driving. You got to do it. Because you've told me every time we've gone and I said, you should do it. You said, oh, well, I'm flying and I don't want to do it because I don't want to have to take it through TSA. You should do it. How much is it? It's $200. (sighs) But, but, let me tell you, it's a worthwhile $200. As someone who's done it, I would pay $200 to do it again. Because the experience of like building yours, I still have mine. It's right up there on the shelf. Yeah. Well, one, you get the hilt, a blade, and a crystal to go inside. Mm -hmm. Which, if you were to buy all of those things separately at the shop, it comes out to about $200. Depending on, like, depending on which one you get. get. Because all Mm -hmm. the character ones are priced differently. But. $200, $200, you get the lightsaber, the blade, and the crystal. But on top of that, you get a cool little pin, because there's like the four different sets that you can choose from. Right. You get a cool little pin from that. You get a carrying case, and you get a really sick experience. Like It is an experience, and you get to just keep it. The experience of going in and getting the pieces put in front of you and customizing it however you want, yeah. and then like when you get to turn it on and rate dude. I promise, if you come back after that trip and do it and tell me it's not a worthwhile experience, I will pay you the $200. <laughs> sounds like, like I, I, I should, promise. <laughs> sounds like I should not have a worthwhile experience and get a free lightsaber. Um, no, <laughs> you, you have to make a good case. Uh, that's You fair. can't just say, well, I didn't like yeah, it. I didn't like I'll, it. I'll make, you, I'll make Amy record all of it so I can tell <laughs> on your face if you enjoy uh, it or not. <laughs> I just... I don't know, because I, I wasn't interested in one until I played with someone else's. And that, then That's how it always is. Right, you that's always how it happens. You never care until you have it in your hand, and you're like, oh. Because hmm. Gavin got one for his birthday, 
like a friend just straight up gave him like one of the custom ones, like just phenomenal. And so he was like, here, mess around with it. And I was like, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a freaking Jedi right now. It's dude. so like, addicting, this is right? Crazy. So, oh man, I might, I might, I need to start you setting aside it. money for while I'm there. Cause you I should <laughs> do it and then show us on the episode. Lightsaber review. Disney Hall. When I come back from Disney, guys. Disney Hall. Dude, Disney you gotta Hall. do it. <laughs> Speaking of Hall, great transition. Great transition. The stuff that I bought at Books a Million today. Yes, and then we'll get exactly. into the main topic. All right. 40 minutes into the episode. So, yeah. I went that to Books a Million. Picked up some, some great stuff. First right, thing I picked see. up was this uh, Deku Funko Pop, where he's got like his new Black Whip power. <laughs> um, what's funny is I didn't even know this existed. Like, usually I'm pretty good at keeping up with new Funko releases. And I didn't know this existed. I was in Books A Million. I saw it on the shelf. I was like, a new Deku figure mm-hmm. that I didn't know about? What? Well, so, who was going to tell me? To keep on theme, because I had a coupon to use for, I think it was like $5 off when mm-hmm. you spend 25 or more. I got volume 34 of My Hero Academia. It's time for Jackson to be real. Um, uh, hey, just continue. I'm just taking the be real real quick. I got volume 34 of the manga, which I'm only missing a couple volumes to have everything caught up. But then I also got volume 35, which has this freaking amazing cover that honestly might be one of my favorite album, not album, uh, favorite not manga album. covers. Whoa. At, w- at some point in the future, I'm planning, once I get my new computer, I'm planning a bunch of tier list live streams where you Ooh. guys can just come hang out and I'm going to do like, oh, I'm going to rank every Star Wars show in a serialized list because mm-hmm. I'm meaning to do it, but I think it'd be more fun to do it on a live stream. And another one I want to do is ranking all of the My Hero uh, <laughs> volume covers. Volume? So, like the co- like the artwork? Yeah, like the, the manga covers. Um, That'd be fun because I've at the very least I've seen them all, and I can rate them. I don't own them all, but I've seen them all. So that's what I got today. Very good. This Deku is going in my office, so unfortunately Aww. you won't be able to see him in the background. Not that you can really see what's in the background right. anyway. That's okay. But good haul. It is what good it is. Haul. Yeah, I need to stop spending money though. That's okay. I need to well, save it. Also, I went to Target and I saw oh. that the. The Disney film camera, Lego set. Oh. It's real. Is it out? Yeah, it came out For September Rizzo? 1st. Oh, I, I got to tell it. my mom. I thought about it, but then I was like, I don't have anywhere to put it. I'm just going to ask for it for Christmas. My mom told me, she was like, oh, don't buy it. I got to get it. I got to get a good Christmas gift for you. And I was like, I mean, I'll wait and save the money. Yeah, um, I need to start. I need to stop spending money and just start putting my Christmas list together. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, now that's you, how you get them. If you want to do your own haul, then you can go to thenerdiestpodcast.com and look at our available merch, which if you're watching the video, Mr. Nick Barrett is sporting right now. We have shirts, hats, jackets, stickers, all kinds of amazing designs in amazing colors that you can choose your favorite. And all the money goes to help support us and the show. So anyway, that little plug out of the way. Today, we're talking about five-star movies. Nick, would you like to share? Okay, so I'm totally stealing this idea from another podcast. I just want to get—I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, cool. 
Because what's the best way? Like, listen, you listen to other podcasts, you think they did a really good idea? You should also do it. It's not like it was their original idea. Right, um, they stole it from someone else. Who'd, who'd they steal it from? So <laughs> the concept of fixing our favorite movies. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through our five-star movies on Letterboxd that we've rated five stars. Mm-hmm. And we can either fix something about them or if we feel like it's already a really perfect movie, you can pass. Because there's some, like I'll say, the Lego movie is one of my five stars. I don't have anything I'd change about that movie. That, like, that to me is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. So if we feel like it's it's perfect, then we can pass. But I'll also say the other person can, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, interject and say okay. something they'd fix about say, the movie. no, I would If you've this. seen it. If you haven't seen it, you can't say anything. You have to have seen okay. it. Okay. So. That makes sense. I respect that. Do you want to start since you have like four times I, the number so, of five-star movies? Here's the thing. I recently had to decide what I considered five stars meant. And By recently, he means before we pressed record. Before we pressed record. So five stars. And I've been thinking about this a lot recently. And because I'm one to give out five stars pretty generously. I'm sorry. Um, just be like, oh, it was amazing. Five stars. When in reality, like, five stars should be reserved for, like, perfect movie. Like, I would not change anything about this movie. And so I originally had, what was it, like, 84. 84. So I had 84 five-star movies and on my letterbox logged. And it's a little embarrassing, but that's okay. Um, I got it down to 51. 51. And so I'm there's a lot of them I'm going to skip. Um, just cause we don't have time to go through 51 movies and it's things like Coco. Like, Co- I think Coco's a five star movie. Um, but I don't really have a lot to say. So first five star movie on my list, Return of the Jedi. What would we change about Return of the Jedi? Oh, uh, see, here's the thing. I think Return of the Jedi is a really good movie. Yeah. What would I change? I think I think I'd shorten the part at the beginning. Like rescuing Han yeah. from Jabba's Palace. Jabba. I feel like it's it's good and I think it's it's entertaining, but it's a little long. It doesn't get to the and point. And I think I'd fast shorten enough. it down. Because they do like okay, well three PO and R2 are here. And then like f- ten minutes later. Now Leia and Chewbacca are here. Mm-hmm. And then 10 minutes later, now Luke is here. Right. Like, we should have just it's really sped it along, said that everyone was already there except for Luke, and started with Luke getting there. Yeah. And then gone through it. Like, you could have had Leia disguised as a bounty hunter already there. And then you still have that scene where she's, like, trying to set him free, and then Luke shows up, yada, yada, yada. It's great. I think that's fine. Also, I don't think it's a five-star movie. Return I think, of the Jedi? Personally, I think there's only... Two five-star Star Wars movies, and they're both on my list, and we'll get to them. I don't... I, I think, think there's Return, only two. Return of the Jedi is my favorite original trilogy movie, I, and which I know a lot of people are like, but Empire Strikes Back, this, that. I like Return of the Jedi better. I enjoy it more. I like to enjoy the story more. I like that it wraps everything up really well. I love Endor. That's my favorite planet. So that's kind of my opinion. 
I'm going to do a couple more just because these will be quicker and you have less than I do. I have um, 29. Okay. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Personally, this is a five-star movie for me because I have to watch it every year. And so that alone, and it like I enjoy it every time. Here's the thing. This is a Chevy Chase thing. All of the family vacation air quote movies are like this. There are some skippable scenes that everyone knows to skip. And if everyone skips the scene, then it doesn't need to be there. And they can take it out. So take out him at the mall and then take out him with the pool. That's all you need. Just that one scene of him in the mall and then the one him scene about him fantasizing about the pool. Because they're super, like, over-sexualized for no reason. It has no place, like, in this family Christmas movie. And outside of that, like, the movie's, like, decently clean. It's like, there's some language here and there, but, like, and some crude humor. But other than that, like, it's just a great movie. And so, like, I watch it every year and I love it. But, like, bro... Just those two scenes? Like, are you for freaking for real? Like, <laughs> so I'll do one more. Jurassic Park. Wow, that's a five-star movie for you? Yeah. Is it not for you? No, I think I gave it like four and a half. Dude. I, I'll have you know, I don't hand out five stars as religiously as you do. But like, Jurassic Park? The movie Park? really has to do something for me. Yeah. For me to give it a five star. Jurassic Park They're did also, something for me. The movies that I would unconditionally turn on at any point in time. And Jurassic Park is not one of those movies. I feel like I got to be in a specific mood to watch Jurassic Park. You see, I also hand out five stars to movies that I appreciate. Where I'm like, even though I wouldn't, like, everything everywhere all at once is five stars on my letterbox. I cannot turn that movie on just whenever. But... I really appreciate what it did and what it does and how impressive it is. So I'm like, okay, objective five star for that one. Jurassic Park, dude, I don't have anything to change. I really don't. I think Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is, I think it's, do I dare say Jurassic Park is a perfect movie? I think story, I think story wise, Jurassic Park is one of the best movies ever made. I know what I would change about it. What would you change about it? I would make it a lot darker, like the original <laughs> novel. Yeah. Like, really lean into that. Cause, yeah. Cause I don't remember if we talked about I think we talked about it on our Jurassic World, like Jurassic Park Spectacular we did last year. I think there's definitely an audience for a Jurassic Park movie, but it's a horror movie. Right, like, like where, R-rated. Like. Yeah, like rated R, blood and guts everywhere, like really mm-hmm. lean into dinosaurs being these really Those vicious savage creatures. creatures. Yeah. Like lean into that. Make right. it a horror. Like they try to do that in Jurassic Park where they're like, ooh, the raptors are hiding scared in the power this. station. Yeah. Or like they're really scary right. and you don't see them till like halfway through the movie. Right. Okay, lean into that. Like, right. make it a little scarier. I know that's not the direction they were trying to go with right. Jurassic Park and any right. of the subsequent movies, but I do think it would be lit. That's what I would fix: is I would lean into it a little more. And you have movies like Cocaine Bear that show that there's an audience for Dude, that. Cocaine Dinosaur, Cocaine win. Dinosaur, 
That's what I'm that's saying. That's this, dude. That's the next Jurassic World movie. Is it's All just right. cocaine T Rex? Oh. Which listen. Colin Trevorrow, you want some free work. <laughs> Listen, that's what I'm saying. There you go. <laughs> now you can what take that one What happens if we drop free? some cocaine in the raptor paddock? Ooh. Oh, Velocipaster. <laughs> Dude, oh. can't believe that movie got me. All right, you go ahead. I'm All interested right. to my see turn? how this goes. Yeah. All right, let's see. Let me pull up my five stars here. Nope, that's Amazon. Okay, my first five star is do 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 Kaguya-sama love is war the first kiss that never ends um perfect movie <laughs> i got nothing to change i it's, knew that it's this love would is happen. war it's peak fiction okay i knew that this would happen i'm just kidding be the one thing i would change movie i've never seen the one, what are you talking about it's love is war you know this <laughs> i love love is war i've never seen the you movie you've seen it you just you know it though i mean so, sure here's here's what i'll say is the one thing I would change is I would make the movie a little longer because for those who have That's read rare. the manga arc, That's rare. you know that there's a li- there's a little bit more that I got to the end and I was kind of sad that it wasn't in there because the movie really focuses on Kaguya and Shirogane and their yeah. relationship and how it's evolved up to this point, but it takes place over Christmas and New Year's. And everyone mm-hmm. else in the student council goes on and has their own Christmas and New Year's. And we kind of get little flashes of it. But then at the end, when everyone goes back to school, we get a recap. You know, because like you go back to school, tell all your friends what you did type thing. And they didn't include right. that in the movie. And I'm kind of worried because we haven't heard anything official on a season four. And I'm really worried it'll get stuck. Because yeah, this is the sense. longest any romance anime has ever gone. And, you know, maybe they're cooking season four and they're just going to announce it out say? of nowhere and be like, by the Who way, here it say? is. But Ooh. I would have gone a little farther just to include that recap stuff mm-hmm. so that it felt a little more complete. Because there's some stuff sense. like they leave you on the cliffhanger, but it didn't feel complete. So that's what I would change about that movie. Love it, though. Still love, love that it. stuff. Still a five star to me. I put that stuff on everything. Um, I guess I. Do you want me to do one at a time until you, nah, like, you can whittle go, down your list? <laughs> you can go to one more. Go. To, you can go two at a time for now. <laughs> okay. So my next I'm one I'm still whittling is, down my list, though. Like, I'm currently working on it. <laughs> my next one is Bo Burnham, the Inside Outtakes. Oh, the Outtakes. I don't, I don't know why it listed the Outtakes before Inside. Um, but the Inside Outtakes, is, is it's good, because it's, it's just it's inside, but more. It's just more inside. Right. It's inside, but more. But it felt like it had less rhyme or reason than the original. Which I know, oh, because it's the outtakes. Like, it's just the stuff he didn't use. But there's also some stuff, if you look at the way it's put together, it doesn't seem like it's just outtakes. It was very right. clearly like he actually may have done some new stuff. Right. Like, he intentionally put it together. In a very right, way. like he knew when doing inside, he was going to do the outtakes. So he right. shot things in a certain way. So I just yeah. wish it had a little more rhyme or reason to it, and didn't feel so much as just like the equivalent of a YouTube bloopers video, mm-hmm. where you just throw all your footage together, make sure it transitions clean, and then export it, and it's done. Yeah, so that makes sense. Okay, I never actually watched two. the full outtakes. I just watched. Um, I watched like the chicken is 
one of my favorite songs ever written by him. So good. But I never like that's one of the only few. And then Microwave Popcorn is a banger. Um See Inside got a physical CD release. Why can't it have a physical blues? I have the vinyl. I have the vinyl over here. And the vinyl is phenomenal. And so yeah, that's a that's a good thought. So alright. Ready. Ready? Yep. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I've got nothing to say. I've seen it, but it's been so long since I've seen it. I think the first... Listen, you guys can come after me. I've seen five of the eight Harry Potter movies. The first Wait, five. you haven't seen them all? Nope. Oh, I've only seen five. Um, because here's the story. Growing up, my mom said you can either read all the books or move out before you watch the movies. So, <laughs> kid you not, that's what she said. And so she was like, while you live in my house, you will read the books before the movies. And so I read the first four books uh, and I loved them. But then when I got to Order of the Phoenix, it got really boring because there's so much exhibition and just stuff that didn't need to be there. And that book is like pretty dumpy thick. So yeah, that takes a long, that's a lot for like 14 year old me. So I just kind of like lost interest in Harry Potter, which I don't know. I'm, I'm back and forth on the ethics of book before movie. I think it's a case by case basis. I don't think it matters as much as people say it matters. I kind of agree. And I feel like if I was allowed to watch Harry Potter without reading the book, I a wouldn't like if the difference is either oh if I have to read the book then I'm not going to watch it at all or like not read the book and watch the movie. I feel like I'd be a bigger Harry Potter fan if I was just allowed to freaking watch the movie. Right. But now I feel like I don't really care because I wasn't I haven't hadn't seen them and now I don't like I'm not super pressed to see them. So, but the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone, whichever one you want to use, is just a pretty very well-rounded vibe movie for like Halloween and Christmas. It's both. Um, my only complaint is pretty... I, I kind of have this complaint about a lot of Harry Potter movies. Almost all the Harry Potter movies that I've seen, all five of them, is I tap out after the first like hour 45 minutes. Like first two hours. They're really long, and I understand because they're a very long story. There's a lot to get, does a lot to go through. But man, the first one is like two and a half hours long. It's really long. And so I feel like I would be a little more inclined to watch it as a casual fan if it wasn't two and a half hours long. Right. Which is kind of a baby argument. Like, well, just it's, I'm glad that those people really love it. But for me, I love it and gave it five stars, but also cannot turn it on just for giggles because I feel like I want to watch the whole thing and just don't have the time. Um, next five star movie, and I don't think you've seen this movie, is Ocean's Eleven. Nope. Nope. All right. I don't have a lot to say. Essentially, it's just... I gave it five stars because I can turn it on whenever. And I just really enjoy it. And I've seen it like five times at this point. 
But Ocean's Eleven is just a cool guy movie. You just kind of turn it on and they're like, we're going to steal some money and this and that. And so while I can turn it on whenever and it's just kind of a turn your brain off movie, there are points where I'm like, maybe the story could be a little stronger. Maybe the pacing could be a little better. So I don't know. Ocean's Eleven. I won't go too deep because you haven't seen it, but that's pretty much the only thing I'd change. Understandable. That's fair. Uh, all right. Is it my turn next? again? Yep. Are we just going to go two by two? We can we go two by end, two. I guess. Okay. How many do you have? So, I've uh, left. Yeah. I don't know, like 20, 20 I think. Okay. Because I have 29, but like some of those I'm not going to count because some of them are like... John Mulaney, John Mulaney, John right. Mulaney. Like, I don't... Right. Those are stand-up that specials. I don't really count those. A couple Use... others are, like, a couple Star Wars Visions, right. uh, like, shorts. I don't I don't want to count those either, because those aren't movies. Yeah. You um, could use your discretion on how many you'd like to talk about at a time. <laughs> okay. I'll do two, then. Um, so, my next one is Jackson's favorite movie ever. I can't wait. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Woo! Yeah, um, baby. What, what, a what would I fix about Sonic 2? I don't know. It's another one I feel like is really perfect. But if I had to fix one thing about it, I would, I make would him cut floss down. <laughs> I would cut down on how much the people were in it. Yeah. Because it did feel like there was a chunk in the middle, and I talked about this on a review episode when mm-hmm. we reviewed it last year, that there was a lot of time spent with the whole wedding subplot yeah, and with the, people. the human characters, and I don't think they're a bad inclusion. I just think it kind of like slowed down towards the middle, yeah, and you could have trimmed that down and made it a lot better if you just kept those aspects out of it other than that, that i think sense. it's a really good movie and i don't have much i would change i think the rest of it is pretty solid the okay, next sick. one and this is the only one that i want to read my review for okay uh <laughs> i'm so nervous it's it's going to drop out of top the uh, uh five stars i think so you're maybe going not. to remove it from your five stars maybe not the next one okay. is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which, That's if I'm not, not mistaken, is the only Marvel five-star. That is not movie. a five-star movie. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't give Infinity War and Endgame five stars, but I gave Shang-Chi a five? That's what I'm saying. I don't think I'm Shang-Chi a little confused is a five-star movie. I'm a little confused by myself. <laughs> Let's, I think uh, I only have one... I only have one Marvel movie in here. Let's let's read my review here from September right. 12th, 2021. So about two years ago. This is when right. I saw it in the theater. I was worried that I was going to fizzle out of Marvel movies after Endgame, but Shang-Chi proved me completely wrong. Ooh. First off, the action in this movie is insane. Every single fight from the smallest to the most intense had me sitting on the edge of my seat. The concept and fighting style of the Ten Rings had me so intrigued, which I do still... I still think it's really cool how right. like they put the rings cool. on their hands and they whip it around. That's cool. Yeah. Secondly, 
The story was also really well told. I loved the use of flashbacks and narration rather than just narration, which action movies tend to do too often. The story also fits really well into the post-Endgame MCU. Thirdly, the soundtrack was killer. It gave me the same vibes as Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack, which I also enjoyed. Overall, I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. This is the kicker. It gives me hope that the MCU won't fizzle out in a post-Endgame world. (laughs) Keep in mind, Shang-Chi was immediately followed by Eternals and No Way Home. Two movies that I did not like. Yeah. That's unfortunate, buddy. Followed by what? Doctor Strange, which I didn't like. (laughs) Love and Thunder, which I didn't like. Oh, and Black Panther, which I didn't see. Sorry, and buddy. And Ant-Man, which I didn't like. Guardians, I did like. <laughs> and anything else that I haven't seen. Ooh. So that was... I feel so bad for past me. I think I'm going to drop it down to a four. I don't think, I think it's it a five a star. Four. I think it's one of the better movies they've put out in recent history. Agreed. But, but I also, don't are they going to come a, back? Are they ever going to come back to him? I don't know. It's a shame because Simu Leo is really funny. He's I like great. Him. He's a he good actor. He was great actor. in Barbie too. Uh, um, I know he said they were doing. Um, he talked about it. They were going to do the sequel, and now it's kind of on hold with all the strikes and stuff. Yeah. So, so say, I would like to take you through a journey uh-oh. of my ironic five star reviews. Oh, great. I like to do this thing where if I see a movie that is obviously very trash, Bad? very ob- just a dumb movie, and I like to give them five stars <laughs> just because I think it's funny. And there's also some of these that I'm like, Letterboxd really is like the film bro social media. And so like giving five stars to these movies feels like it's really funny. So, um, first one is the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat movie has five <laughs> stars. No. Um, that's my favorite Jackson, Wes Anderson no. movie. Um, and then five stars for Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus. <laughs> that's a gr- that's a banger. No. Um, five stars for the Wizards of Waverly Place movie. Um, that's, that's a banger. Connects with the show well. Uh, five stars goes to Alpha and Omega, which is a dog movie. No. It's an animated wolf movie. You did movie. not give that movie five stars. <laughs> Have you seen it? Alpha and Omega? No, but banger. I know what it is. No, That's a banger. <laughs> uh, oh. I think that's it. That is my, that is my, no. Also at the top, 80 for Brady. Was no. one of my five stars. That Everyone is at church was making fun of me the other day because they were like, "Nick is more of a white woman than most white women." <laughs> because we were talking about, we got to like, I was I was talking about how I look up a lot of baby names because as a writer, I need an infinite source of names, right? Right. Right. And in doing That's that. Based. I get a lot of suggestions. So, like I go to Pinterest and I save a lot of stuff. So we're at church and they're like, Nick, you go to Pinterest? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you yeah. know who uses Pinterest, right? And I'm like, no. And they're like, Me? white women. Like, <laughs> specifically white women use Pinterest a lot. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. 
can I? I love can Pinterest. I just, can I just say that Pinterest is the goat social media because there is no social interaction on there? Yes. <laughs> like you can share <laughs> boards. We can share boards with each other and put pins on there and comment if we want. But who does that? Like I'm exactly. just there. Who uses Pinterest that memes? way? I use it to save character inspiration art. Like right. Writing exactly. Tips. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, those are my ironic five stars so that I can get through. Next five star. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. No, is that That's Fellowship of the Ring? The first one? Which one is that? I'm trying to figure out which one this is. Because it's Fellowship no, of the Ring. No, this is Return of the King. Sorry. Two Towers, Return this of the King. This is the third one. So Lord of the Rings, Return of the King wraps up a like a nine-hour saga very well, very impressively. It's beautiful. I know people... I feel like, I don't know, I can't say because I haven't, but I feel like Lord of the Rings supremacy over Harry Potter. TBH, had to say it. I like both, but you know, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, I don't know if I have anything to change. I feel I like- I something I would change. Okay, what would you change? I'd make it shorter. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's way too long. It's pretty long. long. I also, here's what I'll say. The originals are long, and the extended editions aren't worth it. I don't know if this is a hot take. People are like, watch the extended edition. They're so much better. I personally believe that the original versions cut out what's in the extended edition for a reason. They did not just cut it out for giggles, and it didn't make the story make no sense the story in the original makes complete sense and it's already three hours long and so you can watch the extended if you want but unless you are a mega nerd that is like super into the books you're not gonna like the extended edition that's my advice to you um i'll go through a couple other ones real quick shrek 2 perfect don't change anything shrek 2 is a five-star movie and no one can tell me otherwise i've never seen it so i can't tell you otherwise (sighs) Mad- have you seen Madagascar? The first one? Yeah. No. Ah. I've seen have the second seen- one a handful of times, though. Really? Yeah. I can honestly tell you I've only seen the second one once. Escape and I've seen the to first one Africa? to Africa. <laughs> Just a little peck, boys, like you're kissing your sister. That is such a good movie. <laughs> and then the plane just slams on the, the ground. The plane just slams on the ground. Moto Moto. Iconic. Okay, iconic. That's iconic. Madagascar, the first one. I mean, it's five stars. What am I going to change? Um, except, <sighs> no, that's it. I, I feel like the pacing is really good in Madagascar. I was going to comment on that, but it's good. Ratatouille is my favorite movie of all time. We all knew it was coming. Five stars. All right. <sighs> I don't I'm trying to think. Do you I have know, anything I, to change about Ratatouille? I know, I know what I would fix, but what I want to see fix? if you can come up with anything first. You got nothing? I think, here's here's the thing, and the, this is a super nerdy thing. The dish they serve him at the end is not actually Ratatouille. <gasps> it's some other French dish, technically, that I cannot remember the name of because it's in French, but it's technically something else 
which I felt lied to, but I, I'm not going to be like four stars because they lied about the last dish at the end. But what are you going to change? I, I would take out the borderline sexual assault scene where he like goes in for the kiss and she's going to pepper spray him. And Remy's like full like, sending even harder, <laughs> like just trying to get this to work. And it, I don't know. I just feel like that's such a bad precedent for kids. Yeah. Of like, if this girl you like is gonna pepper spray you, just kiss her. And then it, like, if she's getting like holds it up, just kiss her harder. Like, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't do bad. that. <laughs> but also, that's what I would change. I would take rats, that out. It's a bad rats example. Rats can't actually cook. <laughs> How do we know that? I feel like we haven't tried. Have we ever given a rat you the know, opportunity to cook? I feel like, I feel like they could if we let them try. You know, I'd also add some weird, weird little like throwaway line about the neuroscience of being able to be controlled by your hair. Yeah, we can we like get a little explanation on that. <laughs> how does he get like the precision? Like I get right. it. If you pull someone's hair, obviously their head's gonna follow. Right. Because like, you go, ah. how do you get the precision of their of, like, hands, his fingers, and like, like he's... yeah, it's not really explained, but it's also kind of like. Ratatouille is actually just Neon Genesis Evangelion. I'm going to assume that that was funny. I... You know, I'm going <laughs> to add that to the anime adventure, but instead of watching the Evangelion anime, we're just going to watch the four movies instead. Okay. I'm not And mad. you'll be... you'll Listen, before the Evangelion fans get mad, they're like, you're not showing him your show. He'd be just as confused watching the four movies as he would be the show. It's not like... Yeah. It's not like you're missing anything. If anything, like it makes sense the movies anyway. <laughs> make more sense. But by that, I mean they make no sense. So it doesn't matter which one uh, I show him. I've seen them all. And, and I, I still think Evangelion's <laughs> overrated. Whoa. Ooh, sounds like we need to watch it. I'm just All saying, right, what do you got? What do you got? What do I got? Next is Bo Burnham's Inside, which Ooh. you might think I don't actually have anything to change. Oh, because but on I, contraire. I do think it is really good. Yeah. And it is almost, almost, almost perfect. The only thing I would remove is the song Sexting. Mm. Because I don't like that song, and I don't feel like it adds anything mm-hmm. to the actual special itself. Right. If anything, I think it's kind of unnecessary because it's the only song that's like that. Yeah. There's not another song that's the equivalent to sexting. So I feel like that needs to go. It's the only song mm-hmm. I haven't, like I don't have memorized on the album. I skip it every time I watch yeah. the thing. Just because it doesn't like, I understand why he wrote it. Because it is yeah. kind of like, it's the thing that we do now. But I just don't think it should have been in there. Right. It was just unnecessary. I've, I'm the opinion of if the audience has to s- consistently skip part of your movie, it shouldn't be in there. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about Oppenheimer. As I was like, literally, there's like random like nudity stuff in here that doesn't, it doesn't add. Like nothing, nothing about this adds. And so... I, I get that point and I agree. I understand that. I'm going to do two more because do both it. of them, I have nothing to change because okay. they're perfect. The okay. first one is 
What's the title specifically? Okay. Demon Slayer dash Kimetsu no Yaiba dash the movie colon Mugen Train. <laughs> I would I not change on- anything about this movie. It is perfect. I have that on my five star too. I'm it's- sorry. You might think like Demon Slayer is made. Demon Slayer is overhyped. Demon Slayer is carried by animation. I don't care. I don't like, care. Say I watched you want. it. <laughs> I'll come back and fight you on that. Like Evangelion's overhyped. Demon Slayer is not carried by animation. You guys are just mad that your favorite series is not getting the same treatment that Demon Slayer is getting. Mm. And people aren't talking about it, and it's not as popular. I'm just saying. Also, if you want to say it's carried by animation, and that's what caused the spike in manga sales, I'm just saying the manga was number 15 before the anime started. Ooh. So, it was already up there. Anyway. Get him. The movie, that arc, they paced it very well, and they made everything flow, and it didn't. It honestly didn't flow as well when they adapted it as the anime and made it like broke it up into episodes. It flowed a lot better as a, like a singular movie. Mm-hmm. And also just seeing the Ren Goku and Akaza fight on the big screen with the like the speakers. Yeah. Take me back to 2021, <laughs> Take- man. I want to go see that movie in theaters again. Oh. So good. Another you one. Ran out of theater. We'll go watch it. 5 stars. Hamilton. I, I have that on here. Nothing too. I can change. About what do you Hamilton? change? The only here's what I'll say about Hamilton um, is the first half is better than the second half. Oh, that's absolutely true. Hundred percent. And so I feel like everyone is really excited to watch Hamilton until about maybe two hours in, and you're like, well, well, at that point you're a half hour away from the end anyway. Yeah, maybe like an hour and a half. I think once you get past nonstop, it yeah. starts to it starts to taper off a little bit. Everyone's kind of like, uh huh. All right, well, um, here we are. That one's so perfect. I have Hamilton. I wouldn't change too. anything about it. I love my, Hamilton. Here's my next few: Fantastic Mr. Fox, five stars in my top four movies of all time. Phenomenal. The only thing I don't, I'm not a ginormous fan of, is the ending. I don't know. Like, I really like the last scene of them dancing in the grocery store. It is very Wes Anderson thing to do. But I'm also kind of like, they they burrowed into a grocery store? Like, like okay. I feel like, I feel like that didn't fit the vibe of the movie in a way that, like, all the, the whole other movie was felt different than, like, a grocery store vibe. You know? Right. Like, it was a very, like, warm, like, out in the wilderness type movie. We're underground. We're, like, on a farm. And we're like, oh, I'm, I'm in a grocery store. Okay, this is cool. Which I, I like the ending, and it's cool. I'm just kind of like, I feel like there could have been better options for that. Um, it's still in my top five movies of all time. I'm just saying there could have been better options. Um, next on here is Inception, which was my number two movie of all time for a long time. I think it bumped to number five recently. Um, so, because I had it as my number two for a long time. That was that's and, such a drastic change. Well, I had it on my number two to number five. I mean, so I had it on my number two. So it was originally my top five was like. Ratatouille, Inception, La La Land, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, and that's right. Else. You're weird and think La La Land is a good movie. Oh, right, right. So, my bad. Here's my thing. I'm not. I'm not having this fight with you again. 
people that don't like the ending of La La Land don't like movies meant for adults. That's what I'm saying. People, here's what I'll say. And I will say this in the not nicest way possible. (laughs) People that don't like the ending of La La Land don't like it because they have regrets in life. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't like it because I feel like it betrays the movie as a whole. I'm just saying. Just saying. No, that no, no. You're mad because it's you. <laughs> People are mad at the ending of La La Land because it tags themselves. They don't like that. Here's the thing: La La Land I'll brings a level up, of realism no, yeah, to the movie sure. that I'm a they little don't like. afraid that I'm going to end up being Ryan Gosling at the end of La La Land, right. where I'm single and alone. He's literally okay? me. <laughs> I could have had hot Emma Stone GF, but no. Now I'm single and alone. So maybe I don't like it for that reason, or maybe I just think it's stupid, <laughs> and I think the whole movie is kind of dumb. Anyway, uh, anyway, continue. Inception is the first movie I saw. We talked about this on the 100th episode, I think. Um, was the first movie I saw that really blew me away and was like, oh my gosh, this movie is insane. Um, and so it, because of that like nostalgia factor, it stayed in my number two spot for a while. And then at some point when I reevaluated, I was like, I think I like this movie better. I like I put John Wick as number two instead. It's like I think I like this movie better than Inception. Be- in the what I would change about Inception is there's a lot of language in Inception, and I forget about how bad the language is until I watch it, and I forget about it. Um, but also, and you like I know this is the point, and I know it's Christopher Nolan and this and that. It's kind of confusing. And it's a lot to follow. And I think I think there's a misconception where we say if a movie is a lot to follow and confusing, we say, oh, it's complex and like you just don't get it. And I'm like, maybe maybe it's not good. <laughs> maybe 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 confusing maybe the director doesn't know what they're doing either. I don't think what? this is the case. I think Christopher Nolan knows exactly what's happening. I've just seen it like seven times and I still don't fully get it, which is very impressive, which is why it's staying in my top five, because that's incredible. But I'm also like, can I have a little more explanation, please? Like, just help me understand. (laughs) Get me there. (laughs) You know what's funny? The way you talk about Inception is the way 95% of people talk about Evangelion. <laughs> is that like, Anno had no idea what he was doing, and it's a masterpiece, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't get it, you're just too dumb. It's yeah. like the Rick and Morty argument where they're like, you need a 7,500 IQ to understand Evangelion, and if you don't get it, you're just stupid. And yeah. I watched it, and I'm like, no, I don't think the guy who made it knows what's supposed I to think happen. I it just makes no sense. You ask him, like, um, Mr. Creator of Evangelion, when the angels explode, they turn into crosses. Like, is that a reference to, like, Christianity? And, like, what what are you trying to say? And he's like, I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> and that was it. Bro. And that's the explanation. Respect I don't people think, that do things because they look cool. I, listen, I think we should do that a lot more. I mean, well, uh, maybe not. That's just Michael Bay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so maybe, mm, maybe mm, not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> All right. Hit me with some... Maybe maybe you'll like Evangelion because it's confusing like Inception. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> I'm an enigma. Anyway, <laughs> my next movie is another one. Um, 
I'm trying to think what I'd fix about this one because it's really good. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm. So it's My Hero Academia Heroes Rising. It's the mm -hmm. second My Hero film. Okay. I'll be honest, it has a five star purely for how awesome the final fight is. And if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a pretty dope fight. It is really cool. Actually, the final fight in this movie was was the original ending that Horikoshi had planned for the series, but then he didn't. Oh. Then he changed it, so he used it for the movie instead. That makes sense. Um, which I think that's a great way to um, to reuse old ideas is to just kind of put them in different places where they're not yeah. necessarily canon. Entirely. They're not gone forever, but they're right. I think the sense. one thing I would change about this movie is I really like the villain Nine, and I like him as a concept, and I think it's very sad that he just gets used for a movie and then is essentially gone from the series, never to be mentioned again, mm -hmm. which I know anime movies do that a lot when they're not directly adapting something and they're like, well, we need to throw away villain for this movie who's never going to be mentioned again. The mm -hmm. other two My Hero movies did it. It's a trend. But I really liked this one. He had a really cool concept, and I know that concept's kind of coming to fruition with Shigaraki, but I still think it would have been cool to see more of him because I liked yeah. his ideology specifically and how he was portrayed as a villain. So that's what I changed about okay. that one. My next movie is Klaus. I wouldn't change anything about that movie. Dude, Klaus is on here for me too. I freaking love Klaus. Dude. It's a, oh, what it's a, a banger. I think it's a five-star movie. Honestly. Klaus is just a five-star movie. There's nothing to change about it. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Wow. Since I had okay. nothing to change, I'll do another one. Yeah, hit me Which with is... Oh, what's the title? I can't even read the full title. Thank you. Okay, I had to pull up the thing. All right. Konosuba, God's blessing on this wonderful world, Legend of Crimson. It's the Konosuba what? movie. It's peak fiction, dude. So funny. I've Honestly, never heard of this. Funniest anime I've ever seen. It's really? hilarious. I, I'll get you to watch Konosuba one day. I don't know if it's a Jackson's anime adventure appropriate anime. Okay. So it might be one we just have to watch on our own. But I also don't know if you'd fully enjoy it because it's one that pokes a lot of fun at pre-existing tropes for that genre of anime. Okay, so if you're not, seen. like if you haven't seen a ton of those anime, you don't necessarily understand the humor. Mm -hmm. So maybe you wouldn't like it as much. Okay, but that makes sense. I don't know if I'd change anything about this movie. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really good. I don't know. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen it. So for now, I'll say I won't change anything about Tentatively. it. <laughs> I think it's good as is. I'm going to stop okay. there because okay. the next one is a big one. Okay. So I'll let you take another turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to lightning round a couple that I won't change. The Muppets movie. True. What's there to change, bro? Like, True. It's just, too, it's just too good. I know every song on the soundtrack, word for word. We watched it recently. And everyone was like, "How do you? Why do you know all the words?" Like, and I was like, "Because you have no idea the grip that this movie had on me when I was like 15." So this the movie Muppets, was so good. And then the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is super every underrated. Every time I think you're gonna say the Secret Life of Pets. <laughs> the Secret Life of Pets. 
I would change nothing except the voice actors. So, Secret Life of Walter Mitty is five stars, and I stand by that. But I think there are, because when he's imagining stuff and he goes into, like, fight scenes and stuff, I think some of the fight scenes are better than others. I will say that. And so the one of him, like, in the elevator with, um, what's his name? I think it's Ben Scott. Um, he plays, no. What's his name? He plays, um, Ben Stiller? The, the guy on Parks, he's on Parks and Rec. He's the- ben Schwartz? He's, no, he's um Leslie's husband. Oh, Adam just... Adam Scott. I'm so sorry. And I'm going to keep going. I'm going to It's not it. that important. I'll find it for but you. But when he he's in it and he kind of like uh he's there in the elevator and so it's kind of that one's a little underwhelming, but like other than that, I also feel like this movie could be longer, which isn't which is very rare. I usually say Adam movie Scott. should be short. I was Adam right. Scott. That's what it was. Um I feel like Secret Life of Walter Mitty could use another twenty minutes. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a little more. It's a crisp like ninety minute movie, which is great. Uh, we need more ninety minute movies, but this is one that I could watch for, for you know, two hours or so. Um, continuing on, the Lego Movie, ten out of ten, perfect. There's literally oh, that one's on my list. I can't change anything. Lego Movie. There's nothing to change. <laughs> one of the only perfect movies we've ever made. I'm sorry. Right, truly. Nothing um, to change. Already peak. John Wick. Do you do you have anything to change about John Wick? I don't, but I also know I'm a big, way bigger John Wick fan than you are. I would add a little more with his wife, even okay. though I know she's dead. I would have loved to see her and him interact more. Right, not just him watching of just videos that of one her. video. Of her running on the beach. Why are you filming me? Why are you like, filming me? That's what community calls the dead wife footage. That didn't give me enough to right. feel like I would care. Like, I cared because it was someone he cared about. It was his wife mm-hmm. who's dead. Right. But I didn't see the chemistry between them that would have gotten me a little more invested. Even right. if it was just, like, five minutes at the beginning, five-minute flashback here, five-minute flashback, like, just little stuff. Right. I think would have really helped to solidify that connection a little more. That makes sense. That makes sense. I can agree with that. John Wick. I want Inside Out is five stars. I recently rewatched that. I don't think that's a five star movie. That's what? I don't think that's a five star movie. I think it's a five star movie because Inside Out hurts me. I cry at Inside Out every time. And Inside Out. Because you tried to run away and steal your parents' credit card? Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> it Well, as someone that has moved a lot in my life, Inside Out hurts me. The only thing that drives me crazy about Inside Out every time is they obviously have the ability to send memories up the tube because they do it with the gum commercial like every five minutes. That's the joke. Send the core memories up the tube. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that was a oh. easy, like well-overlooked plot hole. Like, just send the core memories up the tube. That checks out. That ugh, drives me crazy. Uh, Zootopia is five stars Another in my one opinion. I, don't. I think Zootopia is a five-star movie, and no one can tell me I feel otherwise. Like you're, just, you're just handing these out. <sighs> no. I'm going to ask, Zootopia. can I be five-star? 
And you're like, yeah, you can be five stars. Yeah, star. why not? I'm not saying they're bad. I just, I think they're like four and a half. Dude, Zootopia is five. Five stars. It's like, I don't know. I think it's pretty peak. I think Let Zootopia is pretty peak. Let us know in the comments. What, 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 is, is, what do you guys think makes a five star movie? Like, I, I don't I know. I went home Who, after we- seeing Zootopia and left a 10 star review on my blog when I was 13 years old. When I'd I saw Zootopia in the blog. sometime we can do a YouTube video of me reading of reading my blog because it's on the Internet Archive, and so we can find it. Nice. <laughs> oh, all right. I have a couple more soon, but you do a couple more. Okay. Next one. It's a big one. All right. My favorite movie of all time. Ooh. Weathering with you. I put it as a five star movie because it's nothing less than five stars five, in my heart. Nothing less than five stars, but I actually have some stuff to change. <laughs> me too. <Yeah. laughs> me too. Don't get me wrong. Five stars. This is an incredible movie, and if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. It's it readily five available stars. for you to see on Max. It's on a streaming service, mm-hmm. so it's very easily attainable. And I'm sure maybe we'll do another full episode on right. it in the future. We should, because it's that we good. We should. Jackson's anime adventure weathering with you, but yeah. technically we've already seen it. Um, yeah. But I do have a couple <laughs> things to fix. Me too. One, there are a lot of there are a lot of open threads that just kind of get left as open threads. Yeah, like the whole concept of there being another ecosystem in the clouds where there's fish and there's whales because it's all water and like that whole concept. Open thread, never touched again. Yeah. Like, when we go up to the sky to save Hina, we see the fish, we see the whales, we see the angry, like, sky clouds that eat Hodaka. Yeah. But it's never really touched upon. Another open thread? Hodaka ran away from his home island. Why? Because it was suffocating. You no say por qué. <laughs> so, yeah. there's another thread, open, didn't touch. Yeah. And... My my issue is is that those things were fixed in the manga adaptation Ooh. of the movie. They taught they've he bring Makoto Shinkai brings the full point around on the sky ecosystem. We get a lot more behind why Hodaka ran away, why he doesn't want to go back. We he has like recurring dreams about it he has a whole night a whole scene that didn't make it in the movie where he talks to suga about running away because they have a very shared experience which is another thing that's what i'm saying that is hinted that they're they're like "Mm, he reminds me a lot of me as a kid and that was it yeah and there's like so much good stuff there and i know it's really hard when you're trying to fit it down to a movie there are things that gotta go and those were the things that had to go. But that's another like, critical. <laughs> what about the gun? Like, there yeah. was this whole plot around the stolen gun, and it was never resolved. So, like, it's, it's a also... really great movie, and I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. But I would, I, I have to fix those things. It's kind of like, but the stuff like the gun, it's like, okay, that's not necessarily right important. But I want to know. Like, I feel like you could have told me. Exactly. Um, even just, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, Weathering with You was the first. Was the first anime movie I watched, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was. 
I made and you it watch it because it needs you to be the tiebreaker opinion. Right, which is good. It's good. It's phenomenal. It's, good. it's great. It's really good. So, booyah. Uh, my next movie, La La Land, five stars, baby. Nothing to change about La La Land. That movie is peak. No one can tell me that La La Land is not peak. La I La love Land La La Land. La La Land is peak. No one it's can tell not. me otherwise. Listen, I'm just saying, I have nothing to change about La La Land. And if you could, you can t- come in here and be like, I wish they ended up together. That's not the point. The point is that they had they got what they wanted at the expense of their relationship. And so they questioned, is this what I actually wanted? Or did I actually want to be with that person? But it was too late. It was too late. It's peak. That's why he's the goat. You are defending oh. La La Land like I was defending Luke Skywalker last episode. Listen. I don't know how. I don't get it. I thought you were smart. How is La La Land <laughs> Are you calling me dumb? <laughs> I just, I'm legitimately at a loss. How? How? I didn't. <sighs> the music wasn't even that good. There's two good songs. There's two. I'm sorry. There's only two good songs. Another Day of Sun and What a Lovely Night. Only two good songs on the album. I'm sorry. I said, is this the end of the podcast? You're telling me we can no, fight about No Way right. Home? That's we not can fight true. about No Way Home for two hours, but La La Land is the straw that breaks the camel's back. No, here's the thing. It's because you're wrong because La La Land has zero skips. There are zero skips on the La La Land soundtrack. That's just factually incorrect. <laughs> All right, we that have to move false. on. My next five-star movie is the only Marvel movie that okay. is on this list. Do you want to take a guess? Is it an Avengers movie? It is a movie about a Avenger. Okay, so it's not one of like Avengers Endgame, Infinity War. No. Okay. Which, thinking back, I feel like Infinity War should be in this list, but I'm Me also s- kind of kind of still not on the Endgame. fence. I don't think people are ready for that conversation. Endgame's right. not as good as you remember. It's no. good, but it's I great. think it's definitely carried by the last half. Yeah, it is. Uh, anyway. Um, can you can you narrow it down? Is it one of the core four Avengers? Iron Man, Cap, Thor, Hulk. Yes. Okay, so it's one of so it's one of those four. Yeah. Okay, that narrows it down. Is it Thor Ragnarok? It is Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. I I don't know if I have changes. I feel like I feel like Thor Ragnarok was like it was one of the first Marvel movies I saw where I was like, "Oh, this actually has an aesthetic." Like it actually has a look. It's not like superhero movie.mp4. It was right. like Taika Waititi really knew what he wanted it to look like and feel like, and it was funny and it was engaging. The soundtrack was phenomenal. It was like the story was great. And then we turn around and do Thor Love and Thunder, and I was like, what happened? But Ragnarok, I don't have changes. I think I think the Valkyrie isn't my favorite character 
Uh, she's she's never been my favorite, but I also think they kind of ruined her after Ragnarok. So it, Ragnarok contained as a project. I don't really have a lot of changes. Uh, moving on, unless you have Ragnarok changes. No, I don't. Um, I think it's pretty good. There, I probably I, have changes, but it's been right. so long since I've seen it. I can't yeah. think of any off the top of my head. This is a hot take. I think Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is a five-star movie. Mm. But I do have changes. Because okay. I think I think Welcome to the Jungle is maybe one of the funniest movies I've seen in the last decade. Like one of the funniest new movies that has come out. Like okay. it I laugh hysterically every time. And it's just it works. Couple changes. I think there's some I think it could have maybe been PG if they just cut out like a couple parts that I felt like weren't needed. Like it's PG-13 if I'm not mistaken. And there's a couple random like inappropriate parts that I feel like don't add anything. Similar to the Bo Burnham thing. It's like it it doesn't add. There's no reason that it's there. So I understand that it's like not not necessarily a cinematic masterpiece. But I think the story is really good. The acting is phenomenal. It's hilarious. And with minus those scenes, I have n- like I don't really have issues with it. I think it's just a fun movie that isn't talked about enough. So, how many okay. do you have left? Not a lot. I got. I don't one, either. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, I have seven. Okay, I'll shotgun a couple. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. All right, that's one of mine. It's a five star. Five star. I, I don't know what I would fix. I don't. I'm I'm starting to. F- I, I'm gonna be so honest. I'm starting to question five stars for Into the Spider Verse. For Into the Spider Verse. Ah uh, no. Because I know you had a cross on there too, right? I had a cross the Spider Verse on here at first, and then I bumped it down to four and a half. So, here's the thing. Into the Spider-Verse was in my top five movies for the longest time. And then I rewatched it and something about it did not capture me the same way it did the first time I saw it, which is what prompted me to give it a five star. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I think actually this might be a hot take. Whoa. Oh no. I think I'm switching it down to four and a half. Whoa. I think it's still really good. It's phenomenal. I don't think it's a five star though. I think it's four and a half. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just changing mine to four and a half. I think it's four and a half. I'll put it. Four I think Spider. Listen, that hurts. don't get me wrong. That hurts. Into the Spider Verse is great. It's done a lot of great things for, for Spider Man. Yeah, it's done a lot of great things for animation. But I don't think it's five star. Five. Oof, that hurts. We're gonna get some comments, but that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're not. We're not. Desi. We're not strangers to getting Desi. hate comments. Yeah. Sometime we'll do a segment of reading mean comments. <laughs> so, the next one, I right. definitely have one big thing that I would change. That is really, I think, I'm just stealing it from you. Okay. Um, and that's Tangled. Tangled, five star movie. I think it's one of the okay. best princess movies Disney's ever put out. Okay. Am I a little biased because I I see myself as Flynn Rider? Maybe. Yeah, he's literally but me. The one thing I would change, and I think you're the one who brought this up, okay, is take out the exposition at the beginning. Yes. Where 
it tells you that Mother Gothel kidnapped Rapunzel. And I think if you l- led people to believe that she was actually, like, kind of put us in Rapunzel's right, headspace. Right, Where we don't know that she's the villain who kidnapped this lost princess, and then you kind of figure things out as Rapunzel figures them out. I think it would make that twist, air quote twist, a yeah. lot better. Because it doesn't really play as a twist, because we already know she's evil. Right. And if but you it, take Rapunzel's out that context, if you take out the context of us knowing, think about the actions that she does, then do yeah. really come off as just an overprotective mother who's like, right. well, I usually wouldn't turn to thugs, but she's with a thug, so mm-hmm. like, you're like, I'm gonna use, the, I'm gonna manipulate these thugs, right. and then she goes and is like, am I the lost princess? And she's like, uh oh, my control is slipping. Time to go a little crazy. Yeah. So I think if you took that and took it that would off be of a it, more enjoyable experience. Yeah. Yes. Now. Do I think the movie is unwatchable with that? Of course no, not. Not by any not. means. I think it's fine that they put it there. And I think you still could have had the exposition, because I know it's there, to mainly give more exposition on the Sundrop flower mm-hmm. as opposed to anything else. Because you have to set up, this is the flower, this is how Rapunzel's hair got that power, now we're here. Right. So That makes sense. I can agree I with that. I think it's it's fine, but it would be a nice thing to change. I can agree with that. I'll do another one since... I'll do two more since you have less than yeah. me. Yeah. The one of the two five-star Star Wars movies on my list. Okay. Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge okay. of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Okay. I think... I don't know what I'd change, man. It's so good. <laughs> like... Can I be TBH? I don't know. This one is four to four and a half stars for me. For you, I, I, see, I don't think that's that egregious because you're right. still acknowledging that it's I'm one of the better Star Wars movies. It is right, but I also saying that it's peak Star Wars is a little strong. Okay, how um, do you not? What do you mean it's not peak Star Wars? It redeems the whoa. entire prequel trilogy <laughs> and aptly sets up I, the original trilogy which is already peak storytelling so like you, I, you're adding peak on top of peak okay well <laughs> I I feel like the fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan is the best part of that movie it absolutely wholeheartedly, 100%. wholeheartedly phenomenal and then outside of like that and a couple other scenes, I'm not super invested. What? Yeah. I feel what? like, so here's the thing. The The first half of Revenge of the Sith, I'm a little lost. It's what? not until the second half that I get fully into it. I'll be, have to be honest. The second half of Revenge of the Sith, is really really good. The first half loses me a little bit. Wait, you tell me you were lost during one of the greatest space fight scenes. The opening is good. I like In the all opening. cinema. I mean, thinking Are about it, you telling me you get here's, lost here's during what I'm the saying. tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. He does like four and evil Palpatine's head turns in one conversation. Slow. What's the word I'm looking for? 
and Palpatine's slow manipulation of Anakin to the here's dark the, side through here's manipulating what I'm his emotions? Here's you're what telling I'm me you're not invested in Anakin's recurring nightmares about his wife dying? Here's what I'm basing this off of. I remember the beginning and I remember the end. I could not tell you what happens in the middle. I could not. Bruh. I was also you're never you're not invested in Anakin finding out that Palpatine is the Sith Maybe Lord, but I'd not telling invested. anyone. I'm invested, like invested, but not like enough to. Re- I could not tell you what happens in the middle of that movie. I haven't seen it in forever. It sounds like a you problem. Okay, maybe it is a me problem, but it's not on my five star list. <laughs> you know what I would change? What? And unfortunately, this is. It's not something that can be changed because of the order of things came out. I would have liked to see the Clone Wars have a little bit more influence on the movie. Yeah. Which I know is hard because the movie came out before the Clone Wars was even a glint in George Lucas's eye. Right. So having, especially Clone Wars season seven, which does take place simultaneously, or part of it takes place simultaneously with episode three mm-hmm. of like in the like fourth to last episode, the beginning of the Mandalore arc, you see Ahsoka meets with Anakin and Obi-Wan again, but towards the end, like the middle of that episode, they're like, why can't you come to Mandalore? And it's like, well, we got to go save the Chancellor because he just got kidnapped by General Grievous. And it's like, oh, that's the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved to see those two things kind of tie together a little better, but I also know they can't. Right. Because it's physically impossible. <laughs> they do, but you can't have that connection in the movie. It right. has to be in the show. So it's one of those things like, eh, it's fine. As right. I'll excuse you thinking, like, not being entertained. That's a you problem. It's not any fault of the movie. That's just you being dumb. Um, Moving on. You know, a movie. Big talk from someone that doesn't like La La Land. (laughs) Genuinely would not change anything about this movie. It is perfect. Okay. Objectively, the best Christmas movie of all time The Polar Express. I got nothing See, to change. I But people aren't ready for that conversation. This is the best Christmas movie. See, Polar Express was on my five star list with when I had like eighty some, and I bumped it down to four and a half or four. I don't remember. I took it off my five stars because I have a lot of Christmas movies on here that I skipped over because we don't need to talk about them because I don't have anything to change. Um so I did Christmas Vacation, but I also have Home Alone. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, and Elf on my five-star list. And those are like my S-tier Christmas movies. Like Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Grinch, Elf. Those are what I have to watch. And then that's my S-tier. A-tier is like Polar Express, Christmas with the Cranks, like that kind of stuff. And so that's just... No. That's just my opinion. I didn't grow up with Polar Express. It's an S-tier movie. Five stars, nothing <laughs> to change. Perfect Christmas movie. That's My it. only thing to change is, did we ever get an explanation of like the ghost guy? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. So I don't it was think explained. it. It's one of those things. Just like, uh, yeah. It's a magic looking, train. Don't think too much about yeah. it. <laughs> I'm looking at the rest of my list, and I don't know if I have any of them that I would change left. I have so one I have, more that I would change. I have Jojo Rabbit, which the only thing I would change is I would have 
wish that I could be less emotionally wrecked by it. Um, but, you know, point. that's the point. So I get it. Uh, we talked about Klaus. We talked about Hamilton. We talked about Demon Slayer. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Great movie. Phenomenal. I... Rewatching it, it was a lot more cynical than I remembered. Like, I... I feel like it was a lot more depressing the like recently when I rewatched it and I used to like, I kind of forgot about that. And so I think like, that's the point I get it. But I think the, the worldview is a little hard for me to, to grasp onto. Um, even though it's a very impressive movie. Nope. Five stars. Like it changes genres like six times. I think I, that was my favorite movie of 2022. Like phenomenal. Um, 80 for Brady changed nothing. Five stars. Um, I only have two more. I'll just go ahead. John Wick four. I have six more. You have six more. You can go ahead. Yeah. Little teaser. I mean, you already said John Wick four. You might as well just. All right. Uh, I'll just, you might as well just finish. John Wick, John Wick four. Phenomenal. Currently the best m- new movie of this year for me on the tier list, but I'm also just a ginormous John Wick fan. Haven't um, seen Love is Where the First Case Never Ends. So, <laughs> John Wick 4 is one of the most impressive action movies I've ever seen. But I also can understand the argument of they're a little high on their own supply. And it was just like John Wick at an 11 to the point where you're like, this is a little ridiculous. Like, this is a lot. This is a lot. It's a long movie. So I get it. As a John Wick fan, I was like, I live for every second of it, and Mr. Krabs is in it, and I love that for him. And so, five stars for me, but I understand if you would want to tone it down a little bit. That's what I'll say. My most recent five stars, um, which might be subject to change as I rewatch and recency bias wears off, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Which, five stars as I left the theater, thinking now it might be a four and a halfer. This is what I'm saying. You give out five stars way too frequently and then change it. That's I am, why I give stuff four and a half. Because the I, four and a half is like very close to five. And it still acknowledges that it's a really great movie. But then right. I don't feel bad about stripping the five star banner. It's like saying, hey, you are Miss America. And then six months later, coming back and be like, actually, eh, we no, changed our mind. you're not. Like, why I'm take just, it back when you can just tentatively be like, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I just get really excited. <laughs> and I'm like, that was so good. Five stars. And then like a week later, I'm like, you know, four, four and a half. That's what I did with Barbie. Barbie was five stars for a long time. And I just bumped it down to four. Because I'm Didn't like, yes. Bar- what? You fought, you fought me last episode for Barbie being five stars, and you changed it to four and a half. To four and a- we've established on this episode that's a very big difference. Four okay, and a half and sorry. five stars. <laughs> that's my bad. Next, you're gonna tell me Oppenheimer is a ten out of ten. No, it's not. <laughs> so, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think. Uh, I, I don't know if I dare say it's the best animated movie I've seen this year because Spider-Verse was really good and I need to also, give it its respect. Just, uh... And so 
I don't know. But I think it was kind of underrated. Flew under the radar. Phenomenal movie. Highly recommend if you need like a good family movie or even like if you're a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, like go for it. So those are my five stars. And I'd like to say I'm proud of myself because we started this episode and I had 82 five-star movies on my Letterboxd. And I currently have 38. And so... Yeah, welcome to a more realistic number. I slimmed down my five-star reviews. By 50%. I'm proud of myself. Good job. All right, I have six more. Honestly, I don't have a lot to change about any of them. Okay. One, Finding Nemo. Five-star. I mean... It's Finding Nemo, man. I would say four. What? But that's the personal call. <laughs> the only thing I would change is maybe not have Nemo's mom get killed by a barracuda at the beginning. <laughs> that seems really dark and a really hard way to start the movie. Yeah. Like, Nemo. I get it. There's the trope. People can't have issues, and there's no story to tell if people have both parents alive. Right. right. Someone's got to be dead. Right. So exactly. I get it. But also, I don't know. That see, that's the you thing. Know? It's like I struggle to find something to change. Right. Because it's such a good movie. Right. That's okay. now onto a movie I would absolutely change nothing about. Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Perfect movie. I would dare say I respect that. the best movie Disney's ever made. I respect that. I'll die on that hill. I don't think people are ready for that conversation. I think it's the best movie they've ever made. I think that's respectable. Another five-star Disney movie, Toy Story 2. Two? Um, Ooh. Interesting. What would I change about Toy Story 2? I would put Jesse's song, uh, make it way less I would put Jesse back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I think Just she kidding. should have gone with the prospector. <laughs> I think we should have seen Japan. Can we go abroad? To- yeah. These last ones are really hard. Because they're like, like five stars for a reason. Right. Like these are the actual five stars. The right. next one is Toy Story, the first one. What do you want me to change? The animation looks bad? Like, right. Yeah, like, it, it was came out in the 90s. Right. Like, Get out of here. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> another one. I don't think we've ever talked about this on the podcast. Okay. I think this is the first time this movie's ever been mentioned. The Princess Bride. Oh. I think that's a five-star movie. It's I so wholeheartedly good. agree that Princess Bride is five stars. I, I'm kind of surprised that's never came up. It's such a good movie. I feel like that's a universally like five-star movie that right. like everyone like, agrees that that's... Princess Bride? Right. Huh. I guess it's we so haven't good. talked about that. Got nothing to change. Got that one. Now, last one. The other five star Star Wars. Star Wars movie. Alright. Is Star Wars Episode Seven. Just kidding. It's episode five. Empire (laughs) Strikes Back. I was gonna That was close. I was gonna (laughs) juke and say The Last Jedi, but then I said seven. And I was like, wait. Wait. That's the wrong one. The Last Jedi is eight. Wait, no. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I have The Last Jedi at like a four and a half. Yeah. It's not a five star, but it's pretty close. It's up there. Um, We don't know. Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) I don't know. Dude, it's It's my favorite Star Wars movie. 
it's just it's such a hard movie to talk about. It's iconic because it's so good. Yeah. There's nothing like I, I got nothing to change. What do you want me to say? I literally watched it this week on Laserdisc, and I was like, "Bro, this is it. This is oh this is good. This is it." Okay. What? I'm gonna make a lot of people angry. Okay. <laughs> so I went and looked at my Star Wars movie ranking. Oh gosh. That I haven't changed in two years. I'm gonna okay. go through and watch them all again and reevaluate my list. But as of right now. My number one. Here's my, here's my top five Star Wars movies. A little bonus oh segment before okay. we end out the episode. Number one, Empire Strikes Back. Okay? Yeah. Number two, Revenge of the Sith. Cool. Okay. Number three, The Last Jedi. Ooh. Number four, A Ooh. New Hope. Number five, oh. Solo. <laughs> I Actually, think you I'll just keep going. We're already... List. We're already halfway through. Number six is Rogue One. Number seven, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Number eight, The Force Awakens. Number nine, The Phantom Menace. Number 10, Attack of the Clones. Uh, number 11, The Clone Wars movie. <laughs> and number 12, The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Anyone yeah. shocked? I, <laughs> that, that list I will needs defend to be The Last Jedi being my number three. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's my right. personal you can believe ranking. That. You can believe that. That's okay. This is America. I won't Do judge you. I think you, it's but they an S tier Star Wars movie. No, I think no. it's an A tier Star Wars movie though. I think, I think a lot of people look down on it. I think it's B or C at best. No. Yeah. No. Okay. I can't no. wait for us to come back to Star Wars. We got. We I have a whole slew have a whole of Star plan. Wars stuff planned. We have a whole plan. I also We're going to get there eventually. It's so weird that like the five-star movies is what has made us disagree the most. Like we've disagreed a little bit like this year on stuff, but like I kid you not, The Last Jedi is in my letterbox right now with a two-star review. <laughs> what? Two-star. The Last Jedi? It has. It's sitting the opposite. next. Opposite. It's the Last Jedi sitting next to my Venom review at two stars. <laughs> what? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. The Last Jedi is the inverse equivalent of Barbie. There's also yeah yeah. There's also something to say for a lot of these reviews that I gave. A lot of these reviews that I gave. I just haven't seen these movies in a long time, so I can't defend them right. with my life because I really don't know what I would think if I watched it now. And I so can't. it's hard because it's like, it's hard to fight about this stuff when I can't really say for certain, you know, because it's been a long time. So anyway, yeah, I think, I think it's time to wrap up. I think that's it. That was that's us all, folks. fixing our favorite movies. That is wild. That is wild. And if They're this fixed, episode though. does really well, maybe we'll do like fixing our least favorite movies and <laughs> go like from zero stars to like two oh, stars. Oh gosh. Because let me tell you, I only have one movie rated as half a star because I can't give it a zero. Do you let want to me, guess what that movie let is? Let me see. Do a, 
dude. I can't even think. The only movie that I have listed as half a star on Letterboxd. Okay. If I like uh, filter by rating, half star. Yeah. Is The Little Mermaid 2 Return to the Sea. <laughs> I hate That's this good. movie with a burning passion. I only have two. I have zero half stars, but two one stars. I have The Secret Life of Pets 2 was one star. And then the live action Lion King was one star because I was pissed that they made it. <laughs> and I was like, we don't need a live no, action Lion King. And I was I really also upset. Gave I live gave it one star. Lion King a one star. Oh, that's good. Man. Well, that's, a, that's here an we episode are. right there. Here we are at the end of the episode. At the end of the episode. This is wild. Well, it's crazy. Unless you have anything else to say? I don't. I really don't. I got nothing. I feel I like I'm exhausted now. I think it's time for now. us to go play Fortnite. <laughs> I'm exhausted now. <laughs> well, well, if you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Not X, Twitter. Twitter. With the links in the description. And if you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can check out our merch or join our Patreon and get exclusive benefits, including a monthly bonus episode and behind-the-scenes content, which, by the way, the first episode of what we're calling The Nerdiest After Show is now available. Available now. Like, you subscribe to our Nerdiest Max tier, and you can watch a 40-minute episode of mm-hmm. us talking about what did we talk about i already forgot was it like our favorite mobile games <laughs> like yeah up. we talked about like our favorite mobile flowy. games it's casual <laughs> my minecraft gamer youtube channel background all kinds of stuff just fun and we're gonna have a stuff. new episode every month wow and you can you can you can have access to that by joining the by, blah, 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 by, by joining, joining the patreon, the patreon <laughs> which speaking of which i want to thank Bearded Mana, for being a part of our Nerdiest Max tier. Thank you so much for your support. It means a lot, and it helps us to keep the lights on here and continue making the show that you all enjoy. But if you're tight on cash, as we all tend to be sometimes, the best way to support us is by leaving a five-star review and sharing the show with a fellow nerd or someone you think might enjoy the show because the word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Now, we'll see you next week. Not next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Sorry. We'll see you next time, next episode, to talk about stuff and things because we don't really know yet. We don't know yet. We'll be there, though. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Uh, Bye.